da solo, Fede, 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 Hey, Juventini, welcome back to the All UV Cast channel, where, of course, it's All UV all the time. Coming off the match against Lazio 2 2 final, almost like somebody called it, almost like somebody told Ant to put money on it. Got the Chicoria. Money there. in the bank, baby. Thank there you, Albert. Money in the bank. 2 2. Some goodbyes. Tears were shed. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty emotional. We'll talk about the goodbyes. And then immediately after, just the news, just the news that broke out immediately. And uh got always, like I said, there's never a shortage of things to talk about with this team. And uh, it's just, it's like that every single day. So we've got a lot of news to cover. Uh, Delict, Pogba, Keane, Di Maria, uh, Artur. All that breaks out in the aftermath of uh, the Lazio match. And, uh, yeah, we're going to cover all of it. We're going to start with uh, the match itself very, very briefly. We'll get into that, and then we'll tackle all the good stuff because I'm sure that's what everybody is wanting to hear about. So we'll get to uh, some, uh, good, obviously, good morning. Bob's always in guy. here, always in here. Jeremiah coming in here early, and Jeremiah saying he's never seen any UV player that's left the club Cry the way Dybala did. Heartbreaking stuff. We'll we'll get to the goodbyes. Get to the goodbyes. Oh, and, we'll get to uh, it. Yeah. You guys ready? Got oh, hang on. We got Anth. We're doing double duty this hang week. On. Okay, doing the both. Look at that. Sure, and, sure. Uh, yes. Today, sporting uh, the King Kong TE. Obviously out already for uh, Striped Hearts. Check them out. StripedHeartsApparel.com. Thanks to everybody who did already Damn. on day one release. And uh, yeah, like I said, up for a limited time. Make sure you check them out. Show some love. Now, without further ado, we are getting close. We're at 1,955 subscribers, okay? 45 away from 2K, which was our goal to finish this season. We got one more match to do it. And don't forget, all subscribers are going to be automatically entered in winning the away Vlaovic kit, Okay, so get yourself entered. Got some friends. Share the content with your friends, and let's keep growing the AJC Army. Now, let's get to the match itself. Okay, there was a Lineups game yesterday. And whatnot. I forgot. Sorry, there was a game yesterday. I completely. Yeah, forgot. I know it got uh, lost very quickly in all uh, <laughs> the emotions and all the discussions and whatnot. Some, you know, it's the same as any game, though. You get uh, the overreactionary, and then you get uh, you know the people that are just status quo, and then some that just and then you get Omer, you know, is what it is. But we'll tackle it all. As far as the game goes, <laughs> we talked about it in the match day live. Based on that lineup, it's not a whole lot to really look into in terms of answers or growth or anything like foundation wise, other than Miretti that was in there playing uh, the two man pivot. That was really what I's should have been on asides from having a nice send-off for Chiellini and, of course, uh, Dybala. But uh, some of the other guys that were brought into question was Morata, potentially Morata's last home game with events, but we don't actually know that. So I think that's why I was treated differently is this guy's kind of still up in the air. And then uh, Bernardeschi, Bernardeschi, the talks just aren't picking up and never have. So 
I'm probably another good buy there as well. But obviously, King Kong, the main man, and then uh, Dipala as well. So as far as the match goes, we'll go through it very, very uh, quickly. Like I said, you kick it off, and um, man, Lazio doesn't uh, take too long uh, to ring one off the uh, crossbar there. Again, a little bit of a changeup. Uh, looked very familiar to when uh, Quadrado's side had that one player, and there's always a little bit of confusion there. But, uh, yeah, he follows his man in. Moretti steps in, but then that allows a little bit of space up at the top, and uh, that he just kind of took a stab at that shot. It's not like he stepped into it or anything yep. and still got off a good one off the woodwork. Um, then we don't have to wait long, and we're on the board, and this cross was absolute money. Okay, and uh, that was Morata and Vlaovic thought he was going to drive himself into the post on that one. Beauty. And Morata, he's, he does know how to play football. And I believe someone called yesterday, put money on Juventus scoring early. Oh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> okay, okay. So we always like to have just, a had that feel. You know, Lazio was tight. I said they were going to come out tight, and they came out tight. They came out nervous. Yeah. yeah. So we get off to a good start. Vlaovic, uh, just that cross, though, was absolute beauty. And uh, there you go. Yeah. 16th minute comes. 17th. It was 16. 17th minute is what they consider it. For 17 years of service, Chiellini says his goodbyes. Okay, at 17th nice minute. Passes on the armband to Dybala. And, uh, yeah, starts his rounds saying bye and everything gets his big ovation and uh there's more to come on that obviously at the end but there you go enter delict now see hang on the the whole the whole player going around the stadium thing do other clubs do that do other players do that or is that just something that del piero started and no i've seen that uh with uh, a lot of sides yeah walking around and i think that's nice if the stadium you know is is there's some where the stands are quite a bit more and if they're further out don't always see right. it but yeah usually they'll do that okay now morata hits a beauty for our second goal and dibala on this one was absolute money uh mm-hmm. it looks like he's still got some pace in those legs out of nowhere <laughs> uh making his move running up forward there coming up the side and uh yeah he was doing uh excellent work there <laughs> Raph. this guy Take it easy. Take it easy. Just wrapping up the game highlights here. Let's get into this one. So obviously Morata again. So he's on a goal and a helper and great, great stuff. Halftime hits still a lot surrendered to Lazio, but no real threats coming from Lazio. But you know, there's other things that we had our minds on Dybala, Chiellini and all this and the lead. If this was normal circumstances, I think it's a lot of what we've seen out of Juventus, just not getting possession enough and looked a little bit overrun in the middle. Look at Delhi looked a little off, uh, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. You got a two nil lead. You just want to send these guys off with a, with a win. Lazio pulls one back quick in the second half. Uh, Sandro, at the best of times, can't think fast enough. If anybody thought he was going to think quick enough on that header, <laughs> he just put a leg out and made sure it went in our net. But if you think he was going to think fast enough to just drive the ball back where it's coming from, it ain't going to happen. That guy is just 
is not going to be quick thinking enough. I'm not sure what the hell he was doing there. Like, I, was he? Was it just like a to try and kick it out? I have no idea. It? I'm not. And quite uh, sure. I'm done spending any time or energy ever <laughs> thinking about what Sandro's doing anymore. And uh, hopefully, I Maybe. don't have to anymore. No, to, be uh, fair, Omar? It's a, it's, to be fair, it's a tough board to save. Oh yeah, hundred like percent. Power. It was like sort of in and out, and he had to make quick decision against. Uh, you know the way he was running it is a tough save to make like if it was quadrado there it would get half the standard but never the i best. just feel like the majority would think if you're running this way the ball's coming this way you would think to just put it that way especially when you know your goal's here so i, I can't touch it i just Jump. can't think of anybody that would think okay with way. my goal here i'm gonna try yeah. to flick this thing like that way or whatever, so like you would just think looks, that automated uh, instant reaction is to clear and go back that way. It, well, last time he did that, in he did that against Inter. But, uh, so, yeah. Oh yeah, against Inter, he had a beauty chest down assist to uh, Sanchez. There, that was fantastic. Yeah. Again, at the best of times, this guy is. Yeah, I just I saw people thinking, why would he shoot in there? It was a tough one to deal with, but if you think. He would uh, be fast thinking enough to get it. I don't think so. Now mm -hmm. we go on. Moise Keane actually with a solid opportunity on this uh, spin around uh, chest down uh, situation, just missing post. Then you have Dybala. Dybala gets subbed off. He gets his ovation quickly, goes and uh, hugs Kellini on the side, and then he begins his rounds. Then at the very, very end, on a rebound. Malinkovic Savage buries and uh hell of a finish on a finish. rebound. You can talk about Pellegrini maybe doing a bit more to make sure that that ankle's cut off or whatnot, but it's it is what it is. He put that in the one spot he had, and it he was he had crazy. about a window about yay big to hit that in over yeah. Pellegrini under the bar. It was a hell of a finish, man. So 2 2 in terms of the match. Nobody really ultimately, uh, you know, cared too much, but it's a lot of the same things we've seen. Max got frustrated, lost his mind probably because they tied in the end. He actually took off. I don't know. I hope he would have came back out for the goodbyes, but he got pissed off and took off. Is what it is. 37% possession, five total attempts, something like that. Nothing we're not used to this season. It is what it is. Uh it was more just uh, for the guys and seeing these guys off. So is what it is um, in terms of uh, the goodbyes then. Beautiful, beautiful stuff for Killini. Absolutely beautiful. I raised the question to everybody on the live, which by the way, now we're up. Everybody's back in joining. Get that like button hit, okay, and make sure you subscribe. Now let's get into this. Did they? Uh, let's talk about Kellini's goodbye first and uh, the ceremony and everything. I thought it was great. They brought the women's team out as well. But did they fall short on Dybala? Let's go around. Let's start with Anne. For the old guy, we're going to start with the old guy. I think uh, for Kellini, what he's done for the club, what he's uh, been paid by the club, right? A guy who's never complained, who's he's always said the right word, who's always put the right foot in, who's always you know, always done right. I think that was more than enough. You have the tribute on the screen. You have the players around after the game. Um, he got to do his, his circle around the stadium. 
Uh, for Kalini, that 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 was uh, good enough for me. That's pretty standard what what clubs do, and I didn't nothing more, nothing less. He he was never really a flashy guy, right? He was never a guy who was out there who needs all the pomp and circumstance. So for Kalini, I, I thought it was a, it was a great tribute to him. There you go, there you go, Omar, the tribute. Beautiful, beautiful, absolutely. Bringing in the the women's team, that's what he deserved. Uh, and we were making shout outs here to, you know, a video, something, and they gave it all. Like they went all out. Except for the lighting. What's with the lighting? I couldn't see anything. I was trying to take photos from the event with Birds and Everything was just black most of the time. I hope people at the stadium saw it better, but on TV, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Raf, the goodbye. Kello. Yeah. yeah, man. It was, it was. It's sad to see him go. Um, unfortunately, like the BT Sports stream, they didn't show it like the the end one, but the uh, uh, at the beginning wasn't there one at the beginning of the game where they kind of gave it, like he came out with his kids and everything and that that, that was yeah nice yeah but yeah like after that the BT Sport it was just like yeah we're not gonna show the rest of it which I was really pissed off about so I had to like see if we like clips on the timeline. Yeah, it's funny. You know, like I see all the people getting emotional or whatever at that moment. I actually got a little emotional when I talked about it at that Coppa Italia final uh, because he put in a stellar performance. I wanted them to get that trophy for those guys and whatnot. And I was actually like watching him play that match and the performance he was putting in. And I actually got emotional at that one because it was like sinking in for me then at that point. By the time this came around... I was actually enjoying it. Like I was enjoying his goodbye. I was like, this is really, really great. We talked about this leading up to it, what we've done with players in the past. And, you know, was it enough? Should it be a little bit more? And I thought we fell a little bit short. This Killini one felt perfect. It felt just right. That was nothing over the top, but, you know, just something very, very nice uh, to do. And I thought that was perfect perfectly well done and you know we look back and i can't help but feel that uh, and we'll talk about this now as we get to dibala because for me i think while they did fantastic for Kellini and dibala is in no way shape or form to get that because we're talking about 17 years okay you're we're just not going to see players around at clubs for 17 years anymore like, it's just, it's going to be extremely rare. So, 17 years, uh, undisputable legend status with the team. It deserves to be where it's at. Paolo, the way I look at it, they did kind of miss the mark because it would have been nice. Now, whether they don't want to take away from, you know, Kellini's day or whatnot and all this, I still think, you know, it should have been a little bit more than Benucci pushing the guy out to get his moment in front of the curva, you know, like a little bit more because any way you slice it, any way you think about how things went down or why all this, the ifs and whatever, it's a guy that's top 10 in your all-time scoring list and top three in your foreigners list ever. And he just, you know, I, I feel they kind of missed the mark on Dybala a bit. That's my personal opinion. Now let's go on Dybala around the horn. Raf, did they kind of miss the mark on Dybala? Yeah, disrespectful. Disrespectful as hell, man. It took the players 
and the fans to show the support that Dybala needed. I thought it was really, like, really disgusting from like Agnelli and 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 Co to to not even not even have something lined up for him like a little message video nothing. It was so like so disappointing to see. That's why I was I was happy hearing those boos around the stadium, man. I was so happy. Like it least... was pretty disappointing, and we will get to those those boos. Agnelli getting booed, um, and. I think he, it was like he was he was supposed to say something, I think. And I, it was almost like that reaction shocked him. And there was a change of plans. Like, I don't know if anybody caught that. Very, very strange. Very, very strange. But I can't help but feel the same way when you see the crowd react to Paolo and you have nothing like the anticipation, like regardless of how things go down, I just feel they missed the mark. Um, you know, it's it's pretty, pretty sad. Uh, Omar? Did they miss the mark with Paulo? I don't know. Like I feel it's like Raf said, a bit disrespectful, but you know, it's two different scenarios, and you can throw in even Bernardeschi, Morata. I don't know who, but it's just not the same type of situation. There's finishing a career after 17 years for a club, and there's just running out of contract in the middle of your career and moving to another club. It's not the same status of event. Uh, like you don't, I don't know, uh, celebrate the promotion at work similar to ending a long career. Um, but Dybala does deserve something, isn't he? Like he, he has done enough. That's what I feel. Yeah. Maybe maybe a video after Chiellini, some video uh, of Dybala's greatest moments, and that's it. No need uh, you know, to stand in the middle with everyone around him. But I don't know. It's a, it's a very tough situation uh, to handle. Like, where do you stop? Because then you feel uncomfortable with Bernardeschi or oh, Morata or whoever. I don't. I, 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 don't I don't think don't. so, no. We talked about this earlier. You've I got Morata, whose future's still up in the air. It's not decided. Like, with Paolo, we've known for quite some time. They didn't even have to do it on the same night. They could have said, hey. No, that's this- a different thing. They could have, they could have gone, hey, the second to last home game, we're going to do something for Dybala. The last one will be Kellini's day. And it didn't have to, and Dybala's didn't have to measure up to Kellini, but something. With, something with that, already. I agree. With that, yeah. I absolutely agree. And you could, you could see on his face that it means a lot more to him than everyone thought. It, it wasn't easy for him in any way. And I believe it's been going on for since he knew they weren't renewing. He's been in the same situation and all broke out yesterday. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they dropped the ball a bit. They should have done something for him. If not yesterday, then in the previous home game. But it is what it is. Still not the same. Chiellini is a different story. I can't put them together in the same uh, bracket and say they deserve equally the same. Yeah. Anth? Last one so on like this to... horn. Your thoughts on Dybala's... I would like to preface... My answer with the ball is over there on the wall and he's not coming down. All right. He I am a Dabala fan. He he's over there, right beside Del Pierre. See the two number 10? So massive Dabala fan. My and I agree with Raf, and we had a, a bit of a discussion in the group chat beforehand. And there's different perspectives on this, right? You kind of have at different ages, you kind of get different perspectives on things. Relax, man. You get you see it, you see things a little bit different way. I've experienced things a little differently or more things 
so I, I'm not going to dump on how people feel because that's how they feel, right? That's their opinion. And, you know, uh, George in the comments here, he was putting out some tweets earlier today on how dissatisfied he was. And, and I, I get it. My whole thing is where's the line? What's the line in the sand for somebody who's not renewing a contract? Now, DeBall is a bit of a different story. Top 10, you, it's all great points. I get it. But what what is that line to commemorate a player who's moving on to potentially your greatest rival? Do you like there's there's uh there's a bit of a there's a bit of a like a, a fine line there where I don't know what that is, and I don't think anybody does, and I get it. Should they have done something for it? I maybe, but I'm not really gonna lose any sleep over how he left because we don't know how he treated management in those meetings we've had words of how management treated them and it doesn't sound like it was very good but we don't know how he acted in those meetings to give them that reaction so, this is one of the reasons why i know. think Agnelli gets those boos though because you have to separate that those fans reactions those are the He's ones paying favorite. the ticket prices yeah, it's not yeah. like this is the part that drives me nuts. Relationships and how things go down is literally how this team has been doing it. And that's the reason why he gets boots. Okay. That's exactly why he's getting it. We that's saw fair. more for Chiellini than we did for Del Piero. Okay. And the immediate react. That's, that's something that rolled through my mind immediately. Del Piero should have got the top of the top. And he didn't. And why? Mm -hmm. Most likely because of relationship status. And that's just bullshit, in my personal opinion. It's how Agnelli's always done it. You can tell with the their farewells and whatnot. It's just, it, you know, it's it's brutal to me. It's brutal to me. Kellini, we know where he stands. And we know that he's got mm -hmm. a spot waiting for him in the office. We also know he's never got his due financially. Always been happy about it. Has never has always been criminally underpaid, along with his partner Bonucci, who will probably get a massive send-off when his time comes whether it is or isn't, but the, right. whether it is or isn't right. But the thing is, it's definitely relationship driven. You can see it. And is it right? In my personal opinion, no, because you need to do something for these fans. And Yelly needs to stop taking things away from them and start giving back. Started with the ultras, started with the Gurva. He's never recovered. The place is a theater. And I just don't like what he's done there, man. I think he missed the mark 100%. I think those boos caught him off guard. I think his ego is way too big enough for him to realize where people actually start to see him now. It's starting to catch up to him. We'll see well, what he's happens. He's not going anywhere. It's the, the totally thing is, it's totally relationship-driven. Omar, go yeah. ahead. Look, the thing is, is that if Kalini wouldn't have gotten anything and would have been just around, uh, going around the stadium, same as Del Piero, then we wouldn't have been surprised. Like, okay, yeah, that's even management. We've seen it before. Uh, but now they went all out and it looks good. The thing with Dybala is he's not the only player who's in that position that didn't get the treatment. Marquisio got jack shit. Licksteiner, I might argue, deserved exactly the same as uh, Dybala. Didn't get jack shit. Barzali, I don't even remember what happened. Barzali uh, got, got a farewell. He, know, he, walked, he walked the Ring of Honor. He did that. Yeah, so 
you, we know you don't do that. Uh, Buffon got sort of something. I don't know, what was it? The, the series on Netflix that kind of wrapped up his last season at Juve. But there were players at the same caliber, same situation of Dybala, which haven't been with the club for 20 years, but still given most of their career uh, to Juve. And they didn't get any treatment. So I didn't expect anything. If Marquisio didn't get it, Licksteiner didn't get it, I'm not surprised Dybala didn't get it. Especially on a night where someone like Chiellini leaves. Relationship. That's my thing. Relationship status. Do you guys have to go back to Marquisio? Do we remember the guy that didn't want to leave? The guy that was ready to play for free? Relationship status. I'm not saying it's fine. I'm saying they should have started. I'm not saying whether it's fine or not, but I'm saying it's clear and evident, I think, how they're how they're handling it it's relationships it's the relationship they've always been they've always been kind of dumb when it comes to you know uh, the fans and reacting to things happening in the world like they had no post for christian erickson when he had that uh, heart attack every club in the world posted something i think they just decided to not intervene in those type of stuff Uh, and it's pretty sad i don't like it i want them to post something you know maybe when maradona died they posted a goal with, with no words, just a goal he scored against Juve. Yeah. So they're just, you know, dumb when it comes to uh, managing personalities because they're a business and they're a hundred percent a business. Yeah, nothing is personal. That's a good way of putting it. Now, that like Dybala's thing was tough to watch. Like that was gut wrenching. Uh, Raph, I actually thought about you because I remember being on the live when it was actually announced here and uh, seeing your reaction or <laughs> just like lack of reaction because you were just so stunned. I actually thought about you and they're like, that was gut wrenching to watch. I had to look away, you know, because it was just like it was tough, but it doesn't like it doesn't change anything. You can't make those decisions like decisions are done. Anthony and I talked about it in the green room before coming out and it's just it's one of those things where I think it finally actually sunk in for him, even though he knew mm-hmm. all this time. And it's it's still tough to watch, but it uh, it is what it is. I mean, the decisions are made. We're going to move on. Everybody was getting ready to move on. And uh, that that is what it is. I think personally, I mean, we said our goodbyes and everything like that. And uh, for Dybala, for me, he did the 10 justice, you know, and uh, I just think the guy had the world put on his shoulders did he measure up to what was put on him probably not but does that mean that he wasn't one of our best all those years no matter which players came in and went he was Mm -hmm. always amongst the best of the best you know winning mvp in a season cr7s around um remaining with iguain forming a deadly uh duel when he could have easily faded it's he's just he's always been amongst the best the numbers don't lie. He's in there. Um, I'll always thank him for that, regardless of where he goes in the future and whatnot. Now you have some fans that are saying, well, now because of this, I don't care if he goes to Inter. For me, I said before, I can understand why he would go there. I can understand it. But for me, the consequences still remain when you go to that team. It, it it sucks. And you just, again, it's that love of the club. It's understanding what you're doing. It's all this. And you can clearly see what it means to him 
but there are consequences for going to that team. And I would hold true to that and still say, look, man, I wish you nothing but epic failure while you're involved with that club. 100%. But I would understand if that's the best team that's out there for him. It no injuries. Level. On a sporting level. Yes. On a sporting level. On a sporting level. That's right. When we talk about Estifosi, I wish you nothing but the worst if that's where you end up going, Palito. I'm sorry, but thank you. Thank you for, for everything. It is what it is. Goodbyes. We're going to wrap up the goodbyes with uh, taking a look at something from some of our uh, listeners and viewers and supporters on Twitter, and we got some from the team there as well. From the team, in terms of Killini, you got Omar just saying, you know, bandage over the head, blood on the shirt, eyes of a killer staring down at one of the best teams ever without blinking for a second. That famous photo with uh, Marcello and uh, Verani ahead of uh, Killini there with the bandage, blood all over uh, the kit. And uh, just Omar continues, they just don't make them like that anymore. Nothing but applause for this man. Lex was very simple, not at all mentally prepared for today with pictures of Chiellini and Dybala embracing themselves. Luca, Luca says, Giorgio Chiellini and Paolo Dybala have been named synonymous with the club we love. Both very different players and people, but both belonging to a winning cycle and group that is now long gone. Um, you know, they uh, continue on. Joe Cappuccino shows the uh, epic picture of himself next to Chiellini. And Joe had hair. Who knew? Who knew? He actually had <laughs> hair. Amazing, that's amazing the moment stuff. He decided to give it another go. Yeah. Bald is better. <laughs> Cliff says, uh, all I can say is I was privileged enough to see Dybala and Chiellini play in person once in my life. Truly grateful for that opportunity. One on count on football and one legend of Juve as far as I'm concerned. For me, it was just crazy to think back all those years and I put it, uh, who would have thought that tall, skinny left back who was uh, awkward uh, quite a bit of the times would uh, fill in at center back due to necessity from injuries, okay? If we think back all those years, slotted into center back because of all the injuries, next to a partner that got slotted in there because of injuries as well, Ligro Taglia, and who would have thought he just completely shifted everything we thought we knew about him as a player and made the position his own and never, ever looked back. Crazy, crazy stuff from uh, Chiellini there. As far as uh, the uh, listeners, we've got some great stuff from the listeners too. Re I mean, talking about some favorite moments. He's celebrating key goals, saving clearances and tackles as if they're goals. His performance during Euro 2008 uh, for him signaled the official Start of big things to come by Chiellini, um, Juve legend. Um, yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, Georg coming in here with uh, the volley screamer against uh, Sampadori, the iconic picture and performance against Real Madrid, the BBBC partnership, Euro 2021 performances. So many to list off the top of his head there. And uh, Justin Arriva Ben is simply saying he is Juventus. Tough, fearless, tactical, strong, willing to do whatever it takes always in the right position. He was never fast, but he almost never got beat. Whatever the best compliment you can give him, that's what he has been. So uh, great, great stuff there from everybody uh, in the goodbyes. Now, after these goodbyes, the news, fellas. The news. Wow. Wow. Crazy day. So, Delict, 
almost like almost like the gaffer said we need to lock this guy down like in the past couple days i've been saying it and yesterday was no different match i said you gotta you gotta lock this guy down we had a good chuckle about the criticisms of this kid that almost everybody forgets he's 22 years old do you remember you look back look back to uh the bbbc where they were at 22 years old okay give the lick a little bit of Give him a little bit of slack there. He's he's fantastic. Okay. Can you say that Delict at twenty two is further ahead than those Benucci and Kilini when they were twenty two? I'm trying to think of the exact age Kilini. No, because came into no because Kilini came in when the team was like Turam Cannavaro uh, before two thousand and six. Kilini came into a world beating team. Uh, Bonucci, however, was awful. This first Bonucci's like Delic's miles ahead of Bonucci at that age, miles, yeah. and even probably Barzagli, definitely, definitely Barzagli, Barzagli as well. Yeah, he had a weird trip. He was Palermo, then he moved to Wolfsburg, and when he came back, he suddenly exploded. It was yeah. weird at like the age of thirty. It's just one of these things to remember about these guys, and especially Delic and whatnot. But the extension underway great great stuff great great stuff everybody talked about this pogba meeting okay four hours long even in the group chat i saw everybody's like well what could be possibly taking long i was like guys think about it way more players involved because i said i was like it's not just pogba they're going to talk about they're going to talk about pogba they're going to talk about keen they're probably going to talk about delict they're probably going to talk about some of the other targets that riola's uh firm represents and there might be some players we don't even know about, which Omer brought up, which is a great point, too. There's probably some unknowns in there that uh, could be discussed. Long, long meeting. This is the aftermath. The licked extension underway. Anth? Arriva Benes said uh, the French player didn't even come up. Come yeah, on. okay. He sure. probably did. But to your to your point, Omer's point, there is, a, is Pellegrini on that list, too? Pellegrini yeah. is yeah. represented by them, yes. Yeah. That's a big list. And the news but, breaks out that Pellegrini's got some teams interested um, in uh, the EPL. But Delict extension underway, great, great stuff. Great, great stuff. Keen, Keen picked up for 38 mil. This to me. Raf is me, boiling. Raf is about to go through the ceiling. I can if see this, it. so the only way I can think of this actually going down because we all know where Juve stood for so long. Everybody's got to remember everything, everything as a whole. Why we got into that. There's Juve a big, yeah. is trying to get out of the two, the second year loan. They have been trying for a month and a half. Now them doing this now tells me that something further is in line or they might have that move, uh, moving him to PSG for one of their players. Obviously, Paredes is the number one uh, guy that it seems like it would be Moise Keen going over there for Paredes. Regardless of what we think or whatnot, that's the only way I can justify taking the 38 when there's still a year. A still a year left on his loan. Why do you do that if you're not having something else down the line? To me, yeah. I'm thinking that's coming up. There's something, there's a move on the back end of this that we haven't seen yet. And maybe it's not even PSG, but there's a move it's on the back end checkers. of it. Whether we want Paredes or not, regardless, there's a move on the back end of it. Pogba. Pogba 
Apparently, it's gone up. They're, apparently, they're not far off. We're talking like a million. We're talking like a million euros uh, away from Pogba. They're trying to push him as uh, this this future or whatnot. It, it's, it is what it is, but Pogba, we can't say he doesn't instantly boost when he's on the pitch, that midfield. Can That's we? He's on the pitch, bro. Have you seen his injury record? Yeah. He's worse than Dybala's, bro. And I know. More than Dybala. I know. Okay, I know. I'll, throw, I'll throw something else out. Uh, Pirlo was uh, not renewed for the exact same reason with Milan. Everyone thought he was done. He was older. He was 32. And suddenly a new environment, a new coach, a new team changed that. And it kind of flipped. So Pogba could go either way, but don't condemn him just yet. New environment but it's that not... he knows, a coach that he knows, he might get back to top level, he might get injured again, and there goes everything out the window. I think to your Omar, it's almost it's it's the opposite of Pirlo because it, just like you said, it's a coach that he knows, it's yeah, a yeah. situation I'm not that he saying knows. He's Pirlo. No, but I, I get it. I'm I'm just saying it's it's a more favorable situation than bringing in Pirlo, bringing Pogba yeah. in because he's he knows the the management, he knows the team. As long as we get dude, new J Medical, just give me that. I don't care what players you bring in. Just give me a new physiotherapy staff. That's all I want. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. And we we are getting a new medical staff, which is massive, massively needed. <laughs> Look, I, I'm looking at Pogba. I see, I get it. I get the injury stuff. I get that it goes against some of that, but he's also been at a team where he just I don't know. And this is another one of those risk factors is he going to give a shit is he going to give a shit you know because we saw that we saw that level of care when uh and i i this my immediate reaction to one of these comments right here from uh is here uh saying dibala was our number 10 who had the least impact for a club in the last 20 years think back to pogba wearing the number 10 and then you have your answer for least impact uh from a number 10 he actually Pogba had a good season when he was number 10. He shouldn't have gotten the number, but the season for... He treated the number good. like a joke. Shouldn't have got that's, the number is the point. Had a, a brutal start to the year, as the whole story. team did. Finished up strong, but least impactful number 10 in terms of memorable. everything. How many players yeah. have worn the number 10 in the past 10 years? Two. Well, Three. No, four. Three. Tevez, Dybala... Pogba after oh, Del Piero. That's it. Out, yeah. yeah, that's it. Those are those three. But regardless, the yeah. Pogba news is there. Artur not in Max's plans. Will he yes. leaving? They later, still buddy. have to find a deal. Everybody's <laughs> you still you still gotta find a move. And it's great while it's great for all the Juventini that want to see him moved and whatnot. He still stands us the same. Whether now he's in the plans or out of the plans doesn't change the books and doesn't change what he's on there for Juve. And it's going to be hard to find a deal there. But uh, Di Maria, Di Maria is pretty much done. Di Maria is pretty much done. So let's just go through. Let's go around the horn here on this as it stands right now. Delict extension. Keen picked up 38 mil. Arthur leaving and Di Maria done so far. How would you guys feel about that? And let's kick it off with uh, Raf here. I'm going to give it to Anthony, but I need some time to 
to what's that? I'm gonna give it to Anthony to start off with. Okay, there we go. Kick us off. Delict, brilliant, had to get done. Artur, we we got the young kid. I thought Medetti had a okay game yesterday as an 18 year old. Replace Artur with Moretti or uh, Fagioli. Done. Uh, don't let the door hit in the ass on the way out. Uh, Di Maria, I've said it before. Yes, he's an aging player, but I think he's a good player to bring in for some of the younger wingers. You know, from what I have heard or not heard, he's not an issue in the locker room. You know, it's not like he's you're bringing in a Cardi or something, you know, with that crazy-ass wife of his. So I don't think in terms of personnel, he's not an issue. I think good move for a year. Two maximum. Uh, Pogba, instant boost in the midfield. I'm really looking forward to that. And then the last one was? The last one was Di Maria. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, Perisic, bro. Perisic. Oh, Oh. Oh, yeah, there's Perisic in there, too, that the talks are heating up for. $38 million for Keane will send me to the bridge. If we don't sell him somewhere else, I I do not see how we can spend that much on him. Because if you if he's forced to stay, if we can't move Keen at thirty eight million, Morata's gone. Which if, I get. I'm not paying thirty eight million for Morata. I know, but if there's I, not an end deal, if there's not an end, this is why I just can't see it. If there's not right an now. end deal for Moise Keen, you would have been better off to spend it on Alvaro, like. Mm-hmm. You would have been better off to spend the thirty on Alvaro. Like, there's gotta be or the twenty an plus eighteen for someone else. Keen. Has yeah. to be. Has to. Be. Has to be. Yeah. Omar, go through I that agree. list. Let's get your thoughts on all that out of the breaking news. Okay, so Keen, there has to be something. No way. They just decided. Yeah. Okay, for the million moon, there's one more season on the contract on the loan. There has to be something going on. Uh, maybe they'll use the money from his sale to keep Morata. I don't know. Uh, would say delict, great. Renew him a week ago, not tomorrow, not anything. Yesterday, as soon as you can. Um, Perisic, I'm all for it. One of the best players in the league still proves that he have uh, something mm-hmm. to give. Still proves that he's a top level in Italy. Maybe not in other leagues. But a Champions League winner from just two years ago killed us on what was it uh, the, the the Copa final just killed us absolutely brutal. I would definitely go for him. Di Maria, I've said before, I don't like it. I still don't like it, but I get that it's a business and you can't have everything. Uh, and once again, it might turn out to be a lot better than I expected. But on the surface, I don't like it. Let's see how it develops. And who else was there? Artur, bye-bye. Don't let the door hit you on the ass. <laughs> and that's it. There we go. There we go. Raf, we got Raph some listeners here himself. waiting for you to uh, share ready. your thoughts on these uh, names. Let's go. Okay, I'm going to start off with the good news, which is the lift. Perfect. Everything else. <laughs> you know what? Artur leaving is good depending on who we get to replace so if we can get rid of Artur and give this spot to either Fagioli, Miretti, Ravella I'm fine with it Pogba I would have been fine with it if he was like the last piece in the summer after the rest of the squad was sorted out so as a first guy right after we booted out Dybala from the door I feel like it's just a here you go take Pogba 
Shut up about Dybala. They're just trying to make us happy. Di Maria, I hate the deal. I don't want it to happen. Perisic, I hate the deal. I don't want it to happen. Moise Keane, I hate the deal. I hope it didn't happen. <laughs> Is there anything else? No, the, no, you got them all, Raph. Real, it's, it's, know, it's bro, it's literally just the fact that we're going to be sat here in a year's time, two years' time with the same issue that, yo, this squad needs to be overhauled. We have too many old players. We It's, it's just going to be... We're, we're, we're signing players for immediate gratification, which is what is pissing me off. We're doing the same thing that we've been doing for the past five years. These short-term free transfers that just end up fucking us up in the future when it comes to actually building a sustainable long-term future project for the squad. So but don't we have a good base like of young players? Like what, have, what's, a, what, what's not enough young players? It's the fact that we have Delict cool, Locatelli cool, Chiesa cool, Vlavic cool. Yeah. We have, I'd say, a two-year window for these guys to let them know that, okay, we're building a project for the future. Right now, mm-hmm. aside from those guys, everything around them are just short-term stopgap placements. Di Maria is short-term. Pogba is relatively short-term. Perisic is short-term. I don't see anything at the moment from the names that we are linked with to suggest to me that, okay, this is the team that is going to dominate Serie A for the next decade. Because if we don't get our shit together in the next two years, I see the Licks walking, I see Vlaovic walking, I see Chiesa walking. Right now, this is the time to let these guys know that we're here for the long run, not for the short term. Hmm. I, I think though, I will... those guys is showing you're in for the long term. You know, you... Like we all know this isn't going to take one summer to fix. This is probably going to take two years to fix. And, so, and that's why I'm saying in this, like if we were to have signed a Di Maria, Perisic, Pogba after we had, you know, signed another young centre mid next to Locatelli, another young centre back next to um, uh, Delict, another young um, up and coming prospect next to Kiers on the wing, I'll be like, cool, okay, I'll take a Di Maria, I'll take a... Pogba, but these guys as your primary targets just does not suggest to me that this club is looking for the long See, term. You have to balance it out though, because how big is the drop off that you're ready to take to make this future project all right now? If you want to make it all project right now for a team that we're going to build them together, they're going to grow together. Are you willing to drop off outside of that Champions League money? Because when Pirlo did that and he got close to it, everybody said they were willing to make those sacrifices based on their expectations. But when it got when shit got real and it got close, everybody panicked and flipped out. Are you ready to sacrifice that extra money if it doesn't go right? If you put all your lifelines on the young guys, you have to have some of that but character, some that- of that uh, experience. To, to go through that. I'm not saying to bank on like these unknown under 23 players because there's a bunch of ready experienced relatively in the age bracket of let's say 22 to 26 year old young talents that are ready to start for the team now. But the fact we're signing Di Maria who's already been reported today that he he's looking for an extra year in Europe just so he can play at the World Cup. This doesn't seem like it's a team being built on a project to win. It just seems like we're signing Di Maria because he's available. Let's just stick him in the team for a year and then see what we can do next year with signings. Right now, we have guys like Sinistera lighting up who Napoli are chasing, who's out here putting better numbers than Di Maria in, in, in um, his league. It's... Yeah, I think I think you, for you and some of the other you know followers, I think we just need a little bit of patience this summer. I don't think... 
these three names, you know, Di Maria, Pogba, I don't think that's it. I think what the January window showed me was Zakari and Vlaovic is that they're willing to pull the trigger on younger players. I just think they're the first dominoes to fall because, uh, Al, you mentioned it in the pregame show. I think they're going after Pogba, and then if that doesn't work, they're going all chips in on Milinkovic-Savic. They might, I think they, but... they have to see how that goes first, and then we're going to see other chips fall. But just go back to Raf. Are there young players that Juventus is targeting that if Pogba doesn't come that you'd like Juventus to, to sign? That would fit Literally, your kind of... The young and Milinkovic-Savic, literally those two guys. Then, Well, Milinkovic isn't young, but younger. Something that provides a bit right. more stability in the long term. Milinkovic-Savic, the young, those are my two guys. I'll be like... Perfect. But that's the most, that's the hardest thing now in football. It doesn't happen. You can't, you almost can't a club like Juve, like Inter, like whoever, signing a player at his prime between the ages of 23 to 29 is almost impossible. Yeah. Paris can do it. City can do it. You either sign, that, that's how it is right now. You either sign an old player who's out of contract and doesn't cost as much or a young player, maybe too young so it won't cost 70 million but we're talking about Vlahovic the young their clubs want 70 80 million and that, that's a problem for you we did it in January with Vlahovic. yeah and we, that's we, we've, had, we've, had, we, we've had an agreement with Milinkovic Savic since 2018 if I'm not mistaken right now but we're re- dealing with Lotito but what well that's and that that's part that of the problem so while we want to shoot you can't shoot the club down if a guy literally will not sell to your club. We haven't even jumped into negotiations with Lazio yet. No, we're already, we're already he's already made it clear. He says he does he will he does not want to sell him. He goes, he said, and this is where the battle's gonna come in. Milinkovic Savage hasn't said to Lotito he wants to go to Juve. He has not said that until he says that, nobody knows. If Lotito will actually give in, he has not said that because the fact Lotito he has an agreement so far, says all he said is if the player chooses to leave, we will help him and assist him for the service he's given us because we are humans before a business. That's what he says. But do you believe it? Do you believe it? If Sergei Milinkovic Savage knocks on his door, walks into that office and says, I want to go to Juventus this summer, you think he's going to be like, okay, great, let's make this happen. And still not say, that's great, you can go there. I want 70 million. And when I don't Milinkovic want players, I don't want nothing. I want 70 million. That's a good question, Raph. But when does Raph, this, this contract, because we did the exact same thing with... contract is over in one more year. We did one, the, one we, more This year. is exactly what happened with Vlahovic in January. What's his name? Did not want to sell to us, but because he said... He only wants you, but he was forced to sell. Hey, that's great, fact, but that does fact, nothing for this summer, Rav. This, this is what I'm this saying. This summer. The fact, but the fact, that's what I'm saying. Because if the fact that we have an agreement with him already suggests that he does want to join Do the club. Yeah, we've had an agreement with him for years. For years. Because we were going to sign him in 2018, but Lotito was playing hardball. We've had an agreement with, with him for ages. The fact that if, if we can get him to do the same thing that Vavich did, it will be out of his hands because he'll either sign him this summer or he'll be forced to um, to leave Lazio for free next year. And I'm sure, as stingy as Lotito is, he does not want Milinkovic-Savic to leave for free next year. So either take the money but, or Milinkovic is walking next year. 
But here's the problem. You're, you're absolutely right, Raph. You're absolutely right. Mm. That's who we should be aiming for. But it's impossible when we got saved with Vlahovic because he wanted Juve and didn't, nothing else interested him. Same with Lucatelli and Chiesa. They wanted Juve. And eventually Fiorentina can't say no to 70 million just because it's Juve. That's a lot of money. But Savage, if uh, Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, whoever comes knocking on the door, they'll give that 70 million up, no questions asked. And well, they'll the only, deal with them a lot before the deal was out. The only competition. I'm not saying you're right wrong, now, you're absolutely right. No, what I'm saying, the only competition right now we have for Milinkovic Savic is Man, uh, Europa League, Man United, or, or maybe Conference League. And PSG, who are also in competition for Pogba. So it's like, if, like, I'm sure, like, hopefully, like, Jesus Christ, hopefully he'll want Juve over Man, uh, Europa League Man United. And then between uh, PSG uh, and us, it's, we're both in for Milinkovic, Savic, or Pogba. So, from what I'm hearing right from now, like, Pogba, Pogba's, Pogba's 50-50 with uh, Juve and PSG. If he ends up choosing uh, PSG, it's literally just ask for Milinkovic Savic as it is. So just put the money on the table. Yeah. And the term, you know, agreement, you know, even that is he's had terms presented to him that he would say okay to. But again, the will of the player is everything. Let's wait and see if we can get that will. But I want to ask Raph this question since he wasn't with us on the episode. What is a summer Mercado that you would be happy with that is realistic for Juventus? In terms of players signed? Yes. Anything. Yeah. In or out? All of it. Um, one big name in midfield. So like a De Jong, Milinkovic, Savic, 100%. For left back, a player like Udegi, who, I've, who I am in love with, at uh, Udinese. Gross. A centre-back, Badiashile, who we've been linked with. Um, Bremer, if we can insert Gatti in there somehow. Uh, Sinistera, I've been, I've been on this guy's tail for the last, like, six months. At um, He plays for Feyenoord. And he's, at, like, we, we've been interested in Anthony in that league. And Sinistera has been much better this season. Like, much better. And he'll, he's... He's in the price range of Napoli. Napoli are chasing after him, so I don't know why we couldn't be in there. It's he he's a player that I look for um for a winger instead of maybe like a Di Maria or Perisic. So those those four players there, I'd be happy with. You're at about 120 million euros right there. Do we not have 120 million euros? No, we have 80. And then include outgoings? Not yet. Not yet. That's the so thing. I just you wanted to put that in perspective here. That's, while that's, you but, could, that's a, but we're going to have outgoings, club, yeah? you know, and say, you know, we have to factor it in. Those players you just named are a total of around 120 million. We have going to have outgoings. If you man. drop 70 on Milinkovic Savage, say you give in, and this is the deal, you can get 70 million. We're not going to get the boost everywhere else that we want. But we're going to have the, outgoings. That's the reality. Man. But that's the problem, because uh, if yeah. you wait long enough, if you wait long enough, you both of them could not be an option, not Pogba and not Savage. Pogba isn't going to wait until we decide we finally managed to sell Rabiot in August. Okay, three, now you have the money. Same goes mm -hmm. for SMS. If we move away from Pogba before June, he'll be out the door. 
you already yeah. have a new club. So does SMS. That's the tricky part. You, we do have outgoings. We don't know for how much, and we don't know how long it's going to happen. And look at all the teams around us. They're all finalizing their deals way before the transfer window starts. It's yeah. almost like it's really hard to run a professional football <laughs> <you're near> <laughs> It's tough. It's difficult. It's, it's tough. tough. We want to see yeah. all these same guys. Weird. We want to get into this. But the thing is, is like you, you still have to make it all make sense. And the financials are this is there's a reason. And Yelly is pushing hard for well, the Super that, League. Okay. That's that's another that's another we just burnt a 300 million euro bond like that. Like that. We're, we're also gonna get straight away 35 million for Kulusevsky and a 20 something million for Demiran, which is already for uh, on top of I think the Kulusevsky money yeah, comes but, next summer. No, because um, no, but for the, uh, Fabrizio... 40 million has already gone for Chiesa. We finalized Chiesa this summer, and Lucatelli is next summer. And when some That's of that money's cutting into already. deficits, anyways, what are we but talking about? The Lucatelli and Chiesa money was already earmarked before everything, all the shit hit the fan. But Look, go back to that, Raf. Kulishevsky money is the Champions League. So if cha if they secure Champions League, it's a straight away. Um, uh, they, they, That's they straight away. Straight okay. away. I thought and it was at right the end now, of his loan they get that. And and yeah. at the it's, moment they're they're easily looking like they're making Champions League. Look, so. it's it's tough. We are all kind of on the same the page for the same style players and whatnot. But like Ant said a while ago, we it ain't a quick fix. There's a lot of bad bad business that we're still trying to see our ways out of everybody forgets ramsey's coming back that's probably going to be money out of our pockets just cutting him loose sandro money out of our pockets gotta cut him loose um guys that we do have that we're trying to sell want to sell move on we're probably not going to get the deals we want out of it so it's very very difficult while we can throw all these names out there at the end of the day none of it means shit other than as Ant says, the Chikoria. So it is what it is. It's going to be very, very tough yeah. and difficult. We got to be interested. And you always have to think about that when you see these moves. Whether they're not the names you want to see, at the end of the day, it comes down to on the pitch. Hopefully they can make the impact and we'll see what happens. But I don't know. It's just I see it very, very difficult. Whether you go Milinkovic-Savage, I see us being very, very tight in terms of the whole project. So... Maybe it's two names not at the top of our list, but maybe with what happens around it, because of it, it might be better overall. You don't know that until you see it play out. It's it's all speculation until then. Uh, I'm going to let everybody know. Grab your Storm the Barn questions and start putting them in here now. We can address a, a few of them. That was great, great stuff, though. Uh, we love having Omar, Ralph on. You want to uh, jump in on in something there? Often enough here. And what was yeah. that, Omar? Omar. Yeah, I just want to add one thing. We have to remember that both UEFA and the FIGC are just waiting around the corner for a single dollar out of the budget uh, to fuck us <laughs> over. So, exactly. So we have to. We have to. I don't know it's an impossible mercado to be honest. It sounds like it. Yeah, it's going to be very, very difficult. Now, one uh, listener dropped a question. Said, regardless of all the players. Do we have the faith in Max? Anthony, Omar, myself answered that question yesterday on the Match Day Live. And there is concerns there with Max. There is concerns there with Max. I want to 
show i just want to show some stats that were put forth to me uh by a friend of the shows who's actually going to help us out on certain numbers that we need dug up at certain times this one came to a surprise to me because i didn't even expect this message from him and uh he reached out and uh sien i hope i'm saying it right sien uh stawara he says allegri is supposed to bring defensive stability and that's what a lot of his fans are making the claim right now is that he has brought defensive stability. The reality, Sien says here, last season in Syria, we shipped, we, we allowed more than one goal six times. Four times we allowed two, and twice we allowed three. This season, 10. One time, three goals, but nine times two. We've allowed two. Someone might say defense needs time because we allowed uh, a lot at the start of the season and then it surely improved, which mm -hmm. I think some are saying about Max's season. Okay. He checked the games after the winter break. This season, we allowed 18 in 16 games, uh, four times more than uh, once and under Pirlo. Four times more than the same. So it was 25 total in uh, 25 games. So there's something going on there. And this defensive stability that everybody's sticking to doesn't appear to be that when you look at those numbers. And it How didn't get better sheets? over the course of a season. You got to look at clean sheets too, though. So. Can I start? Go ahead. One, give me the clean sheets. Until then, you know. The, the other thing is, is and I don't want to compare, I, I don't, I kind of dump on people when they compare Allegri to Pirlo because that's, I'll compare how I felt, again, this season compared to games last season, what I saw in the field. I didn't have confidence last year in the team holding a lead. This year I felt there was, it just felt like if we were up 2-1 or one nothing that we would be able to hold it. I just... There was just something different about it. Uh, the the stats might prove me wrong, but I just the defensively the way we were situated this year, I just felt more comfortable. I felt it was more stable this year. But uh, we went 15 unbeaten. Like that was something, you know, that's something that can't just be washed under the rug. I I don't know. It can't just, be the be all end all to hang on to either, in my opinion. No, and if no, we're no. talking about clean sheets, it's not really gonna matter in this because we're talking about more games where we've allowed multiple goals and when you have a team that if his claim to state is the defensive side you've allowed more multiple goal games and you're not scoring goals nearly as much definitely not scoring a lot of goals that's no. a problem he's gonna finish with so less points defense. than we did last year it's a massive problem so the best like, defense is a good offense yeah exactly so while i might say that anth is right in the sense of we might have felt like we're not going to hang on to this last season. I still always felt like we were going to go out and be able to score another. With this team, it's like it feels like it's a matter of time. They could score on us, and we're not going to find another. Like it just feels that yeah, way. The, I don't, the I don't 15 know. games unbeaten run is not a, a fair shout because, first of all, we got ourselves into a situation where we need an unbeaten run to be even in question for the Champions League. Milan didn't have a 15-game winning run, uh, nor does Inter, nor does Napoli, and they're all above us. It doesn't matter. Win the games that you need to win, and we have won none of those. 
this season. Absolutely none. I went through Milan's record. They only lost points to Napoli once. They've beaten Inter, they've beaten Napoli once, Atalanta twice. That's where uh, your mentality and your character comes out and shows who you are. And this season, we dropped the ball on all occasions. I can't single out a single game that we were the better side and we got rewarded for it. And that's a problem. That's yeah. a huge problem. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's a big problem when you actually come out there, you play the right manner and you still can't get the results because the execution is still not there. It is problems. Problems there. Um, Raph, I don't know if we want to open up this can of worms with you. <laughs> Uh, I think we might just skip this one. If you're cool with it, we'll get to Luca's question here for Storm the Bard. Uh, thoughts on the actual game yesterday, drawing in the dying minutes after 2-0 lead is depressing. Look, it's really hard to take a lot out of nothing games. Like, it really, really is. Especially, we talked about it with the emotions of everything going on in the background. It's really, really hard to take a whole bunch out of this. What I want to ask you guys is, what, how'd you guys feel about Miretti's performance? Because he was the one that we singled out we need to look at because he's got a couple more uh, dress rehearsals, so to speak, until mm -hmm. we make decisions in the summer. So I just want to go around and see your guys in terms of this game yesterday, what you felt about Miretti. And we'll start with Raf. I mean, for, for how, how long of the game was he playing by himself and he just seemed like he was playing? So was it either Sandra in midfield or Bernardeschi in midfield? I thought, I thought you were midfield a little bit there, Raph. I didn't know who the hell, what the hell was going on for a while. Yeah, like, I, like it's, it's, there's, there's a reason we've been like screaming for this guy all year, and I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's annoying that you know it took this long for him to start playing, and that when he plays, he's, he's head and shoulders above the experienced guys on the team. So. And I, I, I was happy to see him play, but I was also annoyed that he kind of had to play have, what, 20 or something minutes by himself in the midfield after he took off Locatelli. I was just like, I was so confused by that in terms of the game yesterday. Yeah. Raf, is he ahead of Ravella and Fajoli for you? Uh, I'm more Fajoli top. Uh, Ravella second and Miretti last. Simply, simply because I've seen the other two more. Just simply because. Yeah, I've had I've seen them both for, for two years. Meretti I've only seen since the beginning of this year. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's very close to me. Rovella's injuries this season really concern me. They really do. Um, I yeah, it did concern me. Let's get to Omar and Anth on Miretti's performance yesterday. So Omar, Miretti was great. Yeah, Miretti was great. It was fantastic. I have nothing bad to say against him. Playing with Sandro in the midfield is. A mission in itself that can be accomplished by other top-tier midfielders but he did perform well it seems like he's a very quick thinker and he sees the pitch better than other midfielders um, there's just some class about the, the way he plays it's not like a hard-nosed guy and not aggressive too much but there's a class to the way he passes and the way he runs it seems I, I told you yesterday and you thought I was high it's going to be super karma if we just don't buy Savage, don't buy Pogba, keep all those three guys, and it will turn out to be the best decision you ever made. Maybe. I, I, can't, I can't guarantee anything like that, but that's just, I get the feeling that that's just what needs to happen, and it won't happen. There's no chance. I always not say it, Omar. 
it's free to dream, buddy. It's free to dream. Let's go. I'm free to get high, though. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> um, it was tougher back in the I, day. <laughs> I, it's uh, I before the game. Now. I said, let's let's keep an eye on Medetti and how he handles those two idiots on the other side of the field. And I thought he did well against uh, Savage and uh, Luis Alberto. I thought they did all right. You know, he got he got a little diced up there with uh, when they rang it off the crossbar, but uh, I I was happy with the way he played. And I for the age, I think Fajoli has earned it, and I, I'd like to see Medetti go to. And I said this in the group chat yesterday. I like to see Medetti in a mid-table Serie A side. Not a not rotten away in City B. I'd like to see him get some, yeah, or, or low level City out here. I'd like to see him get some minutes on a, on a Empoli or a Sassuolo or a, you know Udinese, kind of a a team that fights for those those middle standings and that can give teams trouble. I'd like to see him uh, have a year year there. He's only eighteen, man. Like eighteen. Yeah. I think uh, his performance I thought was yep. great. It was fine, no issues uh, whatsoever. I think that midfield lacked that ball winner if you're going to play a two-man pivot we were kind of pumped you know loca uh Miretti there but it it was missing it was missing uh some grind in there and uh, some fight that's all and i think it didn't do either one of them some favors ultimately but uh as far as standalone locatelli still looks a little off we got to remember he's been off for a while and uh just coming back so he did look a little off to me though Still had some good moments, some good uh, switch fields and whatnot, um, but a little bit more out of there. Whatever happened to the Raspadori links? I'm just going to tackle this one real quick. The Raspadori links are still there, but it always was terms determined based on what happened with Moise Keane, apparently. So now, obviously, the story changes uh, dramatically. If, in fact, you know we're sealing up this move for Keane, it's going to be seeing what that... Uh, what that means on the other side of it. But that's kind of what was with Raspadori. It was heavily, heavily based on what happened, what happens with Keen. That's what the reports were all leading to. So we'll have to wait and see there. Um, let's get to another one. Here was your realistic expectations for next season? How many trophies and which trophies? Scudetto. Let's get after that. And, um, Based on uh, the moves, it's hard to judge uh, after we have to wait till the summer to really see if we can get into that. But I think to this team, I look at this team this season, and if we get the right characters, the right abilities to kind of make everything balance out, because we were still very unbalanced this season, and we still were in a fighting spot at one point where that one match could have really flipped the script. Obviously, we played one of our best matches, didn't get the results, weren't rewarded, but we were still in there. So I see no reason why we're not in there fighting for that thing next season. If we can at least say that we made improvements, especially on the left side of the pitch, but in the midfield, bring a guy with abilities that we don't carry right now. I see, I see no reason. Europe, we are going to be behind the eight ball. We have to be realistic. We are going to be behind the eight ball in Europe. Uh, Coppa Italia will be in the mix. Semis for sure. That's my that's my opinion for next season. Let's go around the horn, Anth. Uh, Scudetto at a minimum. Coppa Italia, I think, so that as well. So two trophies there. Do you get a participation ribbon for getting to the quarters of Champions League? Because I'll even take the participation ribbon. I think it's purple. 
I'll take that one. Oh, more, money. Oh, more money. Omar. More money. Yes. Scudetto, absolutely. Super Copa, Copa, all of this stuff is just, um, it's nice to have it. Champions League is a luxury. It's not something you can aim for. Man City have been building a billion dollar team and they still haven't won it. You don't aim for it. You just rely on a lot of luck. So Scudetto is the only thing that we should go after and I expect. And depending on the market, uh, if we have good depth and not too many injuries, I would expect the Copa too. But let's wait and see what happens in the summer. And all this World Cup in the middle, I don't know, it could throw it all into a different loop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Omar, or Raf. With the players we're bringing in, anything less than a Scudetto is failure. Uh, anything in the Champions League like we've done this year with like humiliations and knockouts in the round of 16 failure uh, Coppa Italia I'll care I, I only care once you reach like the semis I don't really care anything before that because it's, it's not really a trophy at the moment that really interests me yeah. so um, I actually yeah. like more the early games <clears throat> yeah the earlier games because I'd say I'd say so as well simply because we have more chance of just seeing something new young players yeah. new players yeah but like um, in terms, of, in terms of like yeah in terms of like objectives for the season like i'll never have coppa italia like up there i only make it an objective yeah. once you reach like a, a semi-final so yeah all right last one from swati mm-hmm. or sorry where is it from uh yeah Vikram g here can we discuss a little bit locatelli i'm honestly not convinced by him this season Varela and Tonali are proven to be far more decisive and shown more grinta than him. So, Raf, kick us off on your thoughts on Locatelli so far and this season. The I think the only reason that's visible is simply because the other two are playing in fully functioning systems and Locatelli isn't. In terms of individual performances, where you know individual brilliance comes to show, Locatelli is shown that like head and shoulders above any of our midfielders. And even at the beginning of the season, in terms of games like Torino or even um, uh, Chelsea away, he was one of the few like bright spots in the team. When his individual brilliance is called upon, he provides. But obviously, yeah. in, over the course of a season where you're looking for consistency, the fact that this team hasn't found a consistent rhythm throughout the whole year, there's a reason that Barella and Tonight are looking much better. And that's simply because they're playing for better teams. Yeah. We, can make a, we can make a case for this with literally any of our star players this year. We can say about De Ligt with his, um, with his rivals at other teams, Vlahovic since he's been here with rivals in other teams, Kerza in, in, in the months that he had with us. It's, it's the same across the board for all our players. Yeah. Omar, yeah. your thoughts? Uh, Raf is absolutely correct. I agree with everything you said. Tonali, it's his second year. For his first season was not that good. Uh, yeah. Barella is a bit more advanced in age and, and uh, experience. And it's a different game. I just want to remind everyone, Luka Modric won the flop of the season and his first year at Real Madrid. Okay? It doesn't always go out the way you hoped. Bringing in a new player as good as he is to a not functioning team, like Raf said, it might take a while. Be patient. Locatelli was our best player the first half of the season. It could be argued. And then he got that injury, and then he got absolutely shut down 
by opponents when we had no other midfielders. Opponents were just putting three guys around Locatelli, and he couldn't do a damn thing. So he was our – he like game in, game out, who's your game MVP first half of the season? Locatelli was either first, second, or third. So as these two gentlemen said, let's just give it time, have to build a system, but – he is going to be a staple in that midfield for a long time. Barella was dog shit until about last week. So he has not had a good season since the Euros. And Tonali has had half a dozen good games. But he's still young. He's only, what, like 21? So I, I want to step Italian further and will... said Barella was even mediocre through the Euros, to be honest. <clears throat> so... Yeah, is what it is. As far about? as Locatelli yeah. goes, I am not concerned one bit. Um, Zero. I have some other questions of Locatelli, which I think, you know, mentally and whatnot, I think will change as he gets more experience with Juve and whatnot. But in terms of performances, in terms of what he's asked to do, I think he does it at a very, very high level. As far as having the impact of the other two, system, like Raf said, you know, plays into it. The partnerships that are formed, like there was a little bit of a chemistry coming in with uh, Artur. Artur is going to go. He's got, and then he, it changes completely when he has two defensive lugs next to him. What, like it makes no sense. Like he needs to be the driving force, the attack force, but he can't do it if he's playing just ahead of the defender. So it's like everybody wants so much more out of him, but he's in a role where he's doing something completely different. So it's like the expectations don't match where he actually is on the pitch most of the time. So it's as far as his his performances though, I've always like been happy. I think there's been maybe three performances where I could say he he was off and that's not bad by any means, especially when you think about a team that has yet to lock in something solid. Uh, to move forward with so no concerns there no concerns there but uh, we're gonna wrap up on that and uh, wow what a what a episode a hell of a debate there in terms of uh, Mercado and what could potentially happen with Juventus um, the panel you guys are fantastic uh, Raf joining in I didn't even actually know Raf was coming on but it's always great having Raf in there um, and Omar fantastic pleasure we did double duty this week and it was great quick reminder Big thanks to everybody. We're wrapping up the season, coming down to the wire. Doesn't stop anything. Yes, like the video. More importantly, also smash that subscribe button and share the content with your friends. Okay, let's keep growing the AJC Army. All you subscribers entered later on this week. We are giving this thing away as we get into our final match of the season against Fiorentina. One lucky subscriber will get this kit okay um and reminder to check out stripedartsapparel.com obviously i'm rocking uh the king kong uh t which are out now available okay and they got hoodies as well so check them out show some love thanks to everybody who already did as it helps uh the show and channel uh massive massive thank you uh to you guys okay um without you guys show isn't what it is so big thanks to all of you okay we're coming down to the wire we're going to try and do something cool where I want to try to get as many of the team members as we can in and then uh, have like an open final season session where you guys can even take part. And if some of you subscribers want to join us for a discussion, we can make that happen too. Okay. So we're going to get down to the wire, but big, big thank you. Closing in on 2K. Let's hit it for weekend. Okay. 
no matter what, always, Fino a la Fina, Forza Juve, let's wait and see. Get ready for the rumor mill because we're coming down to the wire and heading into the summer. We know how crazy it gets. And look and stay tuned for Mirko Di Natale uh, making some spots on this show through the summer, okay? Ciao tutti.